Welcome to the Dream Plan Launch Podcast, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with a focus on personal branding, mindset, money, and marketing. I'm your host, Justice Williams, a multi-award winning personal branding coach, business strategist, and co-founder of Two Kids. I have over a decade of experience helping thousands of entrepreneurs start up and grow. So if you're ready to transform your business, amplify your brand, income, and impact, join me for today's episode. Subscribe now and get ready for weekly doses of inspiration, motivation, and practical advice. Let's get started. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Dream Plan Launch podcast. I just want to say, Mama, I made it. And if you're listening to this podcast, it is out, it is published in the world. It may have taken me seven years. Yes, that's correct. Seven years, but we are now here. And I actually considered for the first episode, like most new podcast hosts, we usually kind of share our journey and our story of how we got here. But I thought that this episode today, when I'm going to discuss the confidence gap, was a perfect episode to kick off my podcast with because it's something that actually has held me back from launching this podcast. And I will share in a few episodes time my personal journey when I talk about brand story and I'm going to share my journey which led me to where I am today. But the reason why I want to discuss this topic because it's all about developing confidence. The reason why it's taken me seven years to launch my podcast has been because of the confidence gap and all the things associated with it and me doubting my abilities, suffering from the fear of failure, the fear of success and not seeing anybody that looked like me in the podcasting space back in 2015 when I first had the idea to launch a podcast. And so yes, even us who are considered industry experts who've been in business for over a decade, we still suffer from lack of confidence. We can overcome the confidence gap so we can achieve success on our terms. So let's start by defining what we mean by the confidence gap. The confidence gap refers to the disparity between men and women in their self-assessed abilities and their confidence in their skills and capabilities. So in other words, it's a tendency for us as women to underestimate our skills and doubt ourselves even when we're just as qualified or capable as men. And this confidence gap has a significant impact on us. For example, and this is one that I definitely have experienced, it can lead to a lack of self-promotion. It's like we post and then we ghost and we disappear from social media. It means that by lack of self-promotion, we are not putting ourselves out there. We're not showing up on social media. We're not being able to sell our services. It means that we are reluctant to take risks, whether it's taking that speaking engagement so we can be on those big stages to be able to offer our expertise to the world. It's going to be about the reluctance to take risks and fear of failure. So due to self-doubt, we're going to miss out on opportunities and we're not going to pursue projects and turn down opportunities like press and PR. Research has shown that the confidence gap is not due to women being inherently less confident or capable than men, but rather due to various external factors, which is quite interesting. And these things are societal expectations and cultural norms. So we need to recognise and understand that the confidence gap exists 
so that we can take steps to overcome it and build the confidence we need to succeed in business. Now, the Rose Review by NatWest in the UK looked at the confidence gap as a significant issue for female entrepreneurs. And the study found that while women are just as likely as men to start a business, they also significantly were less likely to scale their business. One of the main reasons cited was a lack of confidence. Globally, a study by the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor found that men are more likely than women to believe that they have the skills and knowledge to start a business, even when their actual skills and experience are the same. The study also found that women are more likely to start businesses out of necessity rather than opportunity, and that can further undermine their confidence and ability to succeed. And finally, a study by the World Economic Forum found that the confidence gap is not just limited to entrepreneurship, but it also affects women in the workplace more broadly. And the study discovered that men are more likely to believe that they are qualified for a job, even if they don't meet all of the requirements. But women are only likely to apply if they meet all of the qualifications. And these statistics and studies highlight the pervasive nature of the confidence gap and its impact on female entrepreneurs across the globe. And that's why I wanted to start here. However, it also emphasises the importance of recognising and addressing the issue so that support can be provided to empower female entrepreneurs to achieve their full potential. How can we, as women, overcome the confidence gap? And I want to share some practical strategies with you. And these strategies are based on research and real world experience and can be applied for female entrepreneurs at any stage of their journey. We're going to talk about challenging negative self-talk, building a supportive network, taking calculated risk and embracing failure. Getting started can be one of the most challenging parts of building confidence. So here are some tips to help you take those first steps. Firstly, when you've got those goals, those big, big dreams and goals, break it down. It's so easy to feel overwhelmed when we're thinking about everything we need to do to achieve our goals. So instead of focusing on the big picture, break it into smaller, more manageable tasks. This is going to help you feel less daunted and help you to take action. Because taking action, despite fear or self-doubt, is crucial in overcoming the confidence gap and achieving success. It's important to recognise that fear and self-doubt are normal feelings that most people experience, including me, particularly when taking on new challenges or pursuing ambitious goals. However, not letting these feelings hold you back from taking action is going to be essential. In fact, taking action can be one of the most effective ways to build confidence and overcome fear and self-doubt. Because when you take action, even small steps, you demonstrate to yourself that you can make progress and achieve your goals. Furthermore, taking action can help you gain valuable experience and knowledge and that's going to further boost your confidence and reduce those feelings of self-doubt. Even if you make mistakes, which you will. Even when you experience setbacks, which you will. You can learn from these experiences and use them to improve and grow. Inaction on the other hand, 
is going to lead to a cycle of self-doubt and inactivity. Because when you avoid taking action, what you're doing is you're reinforcing negative beliefs and feelings of inadequacy, which can ultimately hold you back from achieving your goals. So if you're feeling afraid or uncertain, try to take action anyway, even if it's a small step. This could be as simple as reaching out to a potential client, attending a networking event, or setting a goal for the week. As you take action, you'll start to build momentum. You'll gain confidence and ultimately achieve greater success. Now let's talk about support networks and mentorship. Building a strong support network and finding mentorship is going to prove incredibly valuable and it's going to help you to boost your confidence and achieve your goals. So here are some tips for building a support network and finding mentorship. The first thing that you can do is attend networking events. So this could be industry-specific events, conferences and meetups to connect with like-minded individuals who can offer you support and guidance. Networking events are a great opportunity to meet other entrepreneurs potential clients and connect with industry experts. You could also join entrepreneurial organisations. So think about organisations, associations and memberships where you can connect with other entrepreneurs who share your goals and your experiences. And these groups are often providing networking opportunities, educational resources and mentorship programmes. Seek out mentorship from experienced entrepreneurs or business professionals who can offer you guidance and advice. Look for mentors who have experience in your industry or have achieved similar goals to what you hope to achieve. And you can connect with potential mentors through networking events, entrepreneurial organisations or online mentoring programmes. You want to also utilise online communities. So go out and join online communities and forums where you can connect with other entrepreneurs and seek advice and support. And these communities can be a great resource for finding mentorship, but you have to be proactive. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. And when you're seeking out mentorship, please be mindful that entrepreneurs are usually busy. And so look at what free resources they have. You can listen to their podcasts, download their free resources, attend their events. So by building a support network and finding mentorship, you're going to be able to gain valuable insight and get guidance from those who've been through similar experiences. And this is going to help you to feel more confident in your abilities as an entrepreneur. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and seek out these opportunities because they can be key to your success. Now, moving on to self-care. So you may not have thought about this, but self-care is critical to building confidence as an entrepreneur. It's so easy to get consumed by the demands of running a business and neglecting self-care. And ultimately, that's going to lead to harm for our mental and physical self, which in turn can negatively affect our confidence levels. So I'm going to give you a few ways that you can really use self-care to boost confidence. Number one, reducing stress. Everyone knows entrepreneurship can be stressful. And chronic stress can lead to burnout, which I've personally experienced and anxiety and other mental health issues. So practicing self-care techniques such as meditation, exercise or taking time in nature is going to help you to reduce your stress levels and improve your overall well-being. Two, boosting self-esteem. 
When we're taking care of ourselves, we're sending a message that we value ourselves and our health. And that's going to boost our self-esteem and help us to feel more confident in our abilities. Three, it's going to help to improve your focus. Because when you're taking those self-care breaks, it's going to help you to improve your focus and concentration and allow you to be more productive and effective at work. And anyone who knows me, Justice loves a spa break. Not a spa day, need a whole break, a whole weekend, at least an overnight experience. And that's how I reset, recharge, child-free. Need to get away from those kids. Love you kids. But mama needs a break too. And that mental load of motherhood and running a business can be overwhelming. And so think about different ways. And even if it's out of your budget to have like a big spa break or go on a solo trip, think about how you can implement self-care into your daily and weekly routine. And then you've got to think about self-reflection because self-care practices such as journaling or therapy can really help us to reflect on our thoughts and feelings and gain clarity on our goals and identify any negative thought patterns that may be holding us back. So again, incorporating self-care into our daily routines can be challenging, especially when we've got busy schedules, but it's going to be crucial for our overall well-being and success. Think about how you can prioritise self-care to ultimately boost your confidence, reduce stress and improve your overall performance. I want to finally talk about embracing failure. One of the most challenging parts of entrepreneurship is dealing with failure. Whether it's a product that doesn't sell, a client who decides to go with someone else, or a pitch that doesn't get funded, or you don't win the contract, we're all going to experience failure at some point. Multiple times. However, instead of viewing failure as something negative, we should see it as a valuable learning experience. And here's some reasons why failure is going to be essential part of your entrepreneurial journey. Firstly, it's going to help us learn. Failure provides valuable insights into what works and what doesn't. So we can learn from our mistakes and we can improve our future performance by analysing our failures. It also builds resilience because when we experience failure, it can be tempting to give up. However, by pushing through and persevering, we build our resilience and develop the mental toughness to succeed in the long term. It also helps us to refine our goals and identify what's truly important to us. Because when we experience failure, we can better understand what we want and how to achieve it. Failure is going to give us opportunities for growth. Because what failure can do, it can actually open doors to new opportunities that we may not have considered before. By embracing failure and looking for ways to improve, we can create opportunities for growth and also innovation in our business. What I want you to remember is this. Every successful entrepreneur has experienced failure at some point. It's an essential part of the learning process and it can provide us with valuable insights and opportunities for growth. Instead of fearing failure, we should embrace it as an opportunity to learn, grow and become more resilient. In this episode, we've talked about strategies for developing confidence in entrepreneurship, We've discussed the confidence gap and how it affects us as women. I've shared examples of self-care practices that we can implement to boost confidence. And we've talked about the importance of taking action despite fear and self-doubt. 
We've also discussed the importance of building a support network and finding mentorship and prioritising our mental health and gaining experience in building confidence. Building confidence takes time and it takes effort, but it is an essential part of the entrepreneurial journey. So I want you to think about implementing these strategies and prioritising your mental health and emotional well-being. Take those small steps and implement the strategies that we've discussed today so that you can start building your confidence and don't be afraid to take on new challenges like I was to take on a podcast and it took me seven years, but I'm here. And remember that failure is essential to the journey and each setback is going to be an opportunity for you to learn and grow. I want you to believe in yourself and your abilities. You already have what it takes to succeed and building your confidence is going to be the first step towards achieving your goals. And this is why I felt that it was the perfect episode to kickstart the Dream Plan Launch podcast. I can't wait to see what you achieve. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please go over to wherever you listen to podcasts, follow the podcast, leave a review and a rating, screenshot it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me and let me know what your favourite takeaway is from today. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.